Welcome everyone. You're listening to The River Podcast, where you can find messages to help you strengthen your walk with Christ and refresh your soul. Here's our message from this past week. I hope you came ready to hear the word because I came ready to preach it. Let's get right to it. We don't, we don't need to wait for nobody. We don't need to wait on nobody. We read the Bible here. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. If you don't have a Bible, find a Christian near you. Some of your Bibles are glowing. I will wait for the Metro and Sprint users. I'm one of them. I have Sprint. And uh, yeah, T Mobile's taking over, dog. They're going to plan a church, watch T Mobile Church. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6. And man, I just believe the Holy Spirit is evident in this place. Really, everything's just lining up because a lot of things that were already said on this platform is really what, what God has put on my heart to speak. So that's how you know it's God. And that's how you know God is here. Let's read. We're going to read a couple verses. Ephesians chapter 6. Are you guys there? Are we ready? Make sure my iPad is working. We're just going to read three verses real quick. We're going to start in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Somebody say strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. This is the verse we're going to focus on tonight. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm. If you're taking notes, which I believe you can show Jesus and God your notes when you get in line to heaven, you know, when he's like, why should I let, you know, you can show your notes. Um, I've titled this message tonight, Let the Groove Get In. Let the groove get in. If y'all hype me up, I might turn into Justin Timberlake up here. I'm just saying. I can't sing or dance, but I do my best, you know. I do my best, let God do the rest. Okay, I'm, let me stop. I'm, but, I'm not, but I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. Let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing us here tonight safely. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for everything you've done for us. I pray tonight we may have open ears, open eyes, open hearts, open minds to receive your word, Lord. I pray against every distraction that tries to come. And Lord, I pray that you just speak to us so much that, that, that you overflow our cups that we can go out the rest of this week into this weekend and, and go help people's cups to get filled, Lord God. Speak to us so that we can speak to others about you. Thank you. Be with us tonight. And I pray that the Dolphins make some great picks in the draft and we win the Super Bowl. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, you, ha- you have not because you asked now, right? I-, 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 I need to start praying for my Dolphins again because, hey, we've been on the come up though. We've had some good years. Sp- did I just hear a demon say, go Jets? What the heck? <laughs> I rebuke. No, I'm just I love you, Martin. It's good to see you, man. But anybody here like sports? As Anne-Marie said, uh, wherever she went, she disappeared. But I love sports, any kind of sport, specifically football. 
American football, okay? Uh, not just with, not just the little thing with your feet, okay? Not not that, but I mean the manly sports of American football. You know what I'm saying? And I remember the first year I played football, 2004, I was 10 years old. And then that year I was going to turn 11. I was young. My first time ever playing football, I didn't know how to play, so I really had to learn. Some of the kids I was playing with, they've been playing since they was peewees. I mean, at the time, I was still a peewee in height, but my age, I had to play, you know, with the older kids. But I remember, you know, learning, and at first I didn't really want to play, but my uncle signed us up, and we wasn't going to waste his money, you know. It cost money to, to play for the city, and I played for the Deerfield Raiders, Broward County 954. You know I got to represent at all times. Um, and so... I just remember learning and, you know, they're teaching us how to tackle. We're doing hitting drills and, you know, they got the big old pad, the dummy, and they're like teaching us. You wrap up, bring them down, all that good stuff. And, you know, then, and, and, and it, it, it wasn't really that bad until this one moment where I was put in a position to actually tackle somebody. You know, we just tackling pads and dummies like whatever, right? That's fun. That's cool. That's easy. And I remember, and so at the time, you know, at a young age, a lot of the best players play both offense and defense. And so I was one of the players that didn't play both offense or defense, okay? I was on the bench. I was still learning how to play. And so as they're going over the offense, coach is like, coach just puts anybody in the defense because they need bodies, okay? And so I was, I was just a body. Adi, adi. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. That is, that is not of the Lord. That is not of the Lord. And so he put me on safety, and if you don't know what that is, that's the last man in the back on the defense. He gets to save the touchdown. If the runner breaks out, it's just you're the last hope. If it's a passing play, don't let nobody get behind you because you're going to give up a touchdown. It's easy, right? I was like, all right, coach, I got you. I'm not going to let anybody get behind you. I'm going to do like my boy Sam. I'm going to just hike and just go straight to the end zone. You know what I'm saying? Nick knows what I'm talking about. I played football with Nick. Um, not this year. It was later down, but. I just remember I'm just chilling. I'm like, this is easy. Practice going to go easy. They just got me standing here. Nothing's happening, right? So I'm just chilling. And then all of a sudden, the running back, he breaks out, and I'm like, here we go. It's my time to shine, okay? And this guy, he was, he was on our team, but he was one of the best running backs in the league that year. And he was bigger than me, faster than me, stronger than me, had a higher football IQ than I had. And so it was, it's, how am I going to bring this guy down, right? But I'm like, whatever. Just wrap him up, bring him down. I just remember I got to meet him on the sideline. And then two options come to my head. Either this dude kills me by running me over, like flat over. Or I like fake an injury, pretend to fall, miss the tackle on purpose, and coach kills me. Either way, I'm going to die. Either way, I'm dead. Like... Jesus, take me now. Let the rapture happen before this dude hits me, okay? Even though I'm supposed to hit him, but I know how it's going to play out. So I remember, you know, I went to try to put my shoulder into him, but he got to me first. <laughs> he put his shoulder right into my chest, and all I, all I could do was just wrap him up. And I remember my eyes were closed. My mouthpiece went flying everywhere. And I'm in the air for like 10 yards, and he's just dragging me back. We're both in the air now because I got him wrapped up. So if I'm in the air, he's in the air. 
And boom, we fall like 10 yards back. I ended up bringing them down, but it hurt really bad. I stayed on the ground, and I'm just like, I'm still alive. I'm breathing. I can get up. And so I get up, and coach is like, all right, next play. And I'm like, you're not going to give me a trophy for bringing this dude. Like, like I, I wanted, you know, I, just, I did something good. My first time, I mean, it's practice. It didn't really, it didn't really matter. You know, we talking about practice. No, we, we get ready for the game. And, and so I say that to say that I, I was taught how to do something, and then I was put into a, position, a, a, a situation where I can apply what I learned to do. And I ended up doing it. And, and it's the same way with us in our lives. We get put into situations as Christ followers, as believers, as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ. We get put into situations that we've been taught and we know what we should do. And so we get put into these situations that we should do what we know to do. Now, what is that? That is to allow the Holy Spirit to step in and take care of the situation. Sounds easy, right? But it's not. Because we want to react in the flesh so fast. And it's not always that we want to react in the flesh, but it's that it happens. Because the flesh is weak. But if we allow the Holy Spirit, I guarantee you that when, when your, your coworker or your classmate or your sibling or your teacher or your parent comes up to you with an attitude, if you allow the Holy Spirit to respond, you won't respond with the same attitude they came up to you with. You'll respond in a godly way as you should. See, the flesh reacts. The Holy Spirit responds. And so we need to stop, think, and act before we do anything. Because if we do it, it's not going to be so good. But if the Holy Spirit does it, it's going to be done in the way that it should be done. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the whole, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will receive power power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And not just you got this little buddy with you now. No, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You know that we cannot be witnesses of God without the Holy Spirit. We cannot tell people about Jesus without the help of the Holy Spirit. We cannot defend our faith without the Holy Spirit. We cannot go up to people in the grocery store as my Caleb, as my friend Caleb was saying, without the Holy Spirit. We cannot walk in the purpose that God has set before us without the Holy Spirit. We cannot be a light in a dark world without the Holy Spirit. Because it is his light that we are shining, not our own. I mean, we don't have a light anyway, so we, we shine in nothing. You ever flip the switch and the bulb don't work? That's us without the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We can't do it on our own. We were never meant to do it on our own because when Jesus ascended to heaven, he said, I will leave with you a helper. And the Holy Spirit helps us. And many of us, we've been in situations where like, I need help before, not the, thumbs, not the thumb up comes out, but another finger comes up, you know. But if you allow the Holy Spirit to help you, you'll respond in the right way. Amen. Amen. You will receive power. And so we're talking about Letting the groove, you know, the groove of the Holy Spirit get in. And groove really, uh, the, the, the slang term for it is an enjoyable, an enjoyable time or an experience. And so when we allow the experience of the Holy Spirit, of God, the Holy Spirit, to be in us, it's going to be easier to live our lives. Because we say, you know what, it's not me doing this, it's God. 
It's the Holy Spirit. It's not me responding in this way. It's the Holy Spirit. Because, again, if I respond how I want to, things not going to be so good. And things won't turn out the way that God wants them to turn out. And there's so many people. I've heard this for so many years, for such a long time. People say, well, I don't know if the Holy Spirit can use me. I have issues and I've got addictions and I want to change before I come to God. And I'm like, that's not how it works. You come to God and he changes you. You, you invite the Holy Spirit in and he changes you. Because sin has left us to die. But Jesus gave us life when he resurrected from death. And again, when he ascended to heaven, he left God the Holy Spirit. It's not just some random spirit. It is God the Holy Spirit. He left him with us because God knows. I mean, when we, when we try to do it on our own, what are we going to do? We're going to take the fruit from the, from the tree where we shouldn't be eating from. We're going to be doing things we're not supposed to be doing. God's going to call us to Nineveh. We're going to go the opposite way. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, we're going to be walking in the purpose that God has set before us. See, your issues does not define you. Your issue is not your identity. Anxiety is not your identity. Depression is not your identity. Suicidal thoughts is not your identity. The things that happen to you is not your identity. The bad things that happen to you is not your identity. The good things that happen to you are not your identity. Your accomplishments are not your identity. Your achievements are not your identity. The good things that you have done in life are not your identity. Your identity is found in Jesus Christ. You are a child of God, a child of the Most High, a child of the Healer, a child of the Redeemer, a child of the one who cares for you, who loves you. And when everybody has turned their back on you, he's never turned his back on you. As a matter of fact, even when we turn our back on him, he doesn't turn our back, his back on us. That's love. That's Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So why do we doubt? And it's, it's so easy to doubt because that's what the flesh wants to do. I don't think God could do it. No, no, no. You let the Holy God is living inside of you with the Holy Spirit. You allow him to do it. And watch how you'll be walking in the purpose that God has called you to walk in. And so we don't struggle against flesh and blood. Listen, we're not, we're not sitting here, you know, in the corner. We're getting ready to swing at the devil, throw some hooks and some jabs and some uppercuts. Like that, that's not the fight that we're fighting. It's a spiritual battle. And this is why we need the Holy Spirit. Because it's a spiritual battle. See, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He comes to, to steal your identity. He comes to kill your purpose. And, and, and he comes just to destroy us, you, me. That's what he wants to do. But the Holy Spirit wants to give us life. Wants us to walk in the life, in the victory that God has already given us. See, G G Jesus is not out here fighting against the devil. Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave when he, when he died and he resurrected. And we're sitting here, sometimes we live our life as if Jesus is still dead. And, and, and we begin to doubt 
I don't know. He said he was going to resurrect, but it's been three days already. Like, where is Jesus? And, and, we, get, and we get sad. And I mean spiritually talking. We, 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 get, we have spiritual doubt. I mean, doubt is spiritual. Our faith becomes weak, but the Holy Spirit gives us that boost in our faith that we need to trust in God. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Anybody love music? Oh, I love music. Ooh, I love music. I love, I love jamming to music. I love getting groovy to some music. Now, now listen, I can't sing or dance, but I try, okay? I mean, if you've known me for some years now, you know that I, I, I tried to dance one year at this thing called the Fine Arts, and God was like, God said, that is not for you, son. Don't ever do it again. So I didn't. It came up on my Facebook memories yesterday or today, and I was like, Lord, I rebuke my past. <laughs> A future is better than the past. But I love music, and the last four to five months, I've been to like 97 weddings, man. I can't even count no more. Like I've been to too many weddings to count, you know. I feel like every day is a wedding, and, and I'm just going to put this out there. I mean, most of you probably know this, but at the last couple weddings, you know, I caught the garter, you know what I'm saying? You know what, I'm saying? You know what that means? I'm, let me... I let, Hey, hey, don't hide, don't hide me out. Let me not stop. <laughs> no, but, but at these weddings, man, I mean, I love the wedding. I love the ceremony, and, and that's great. But, but when it comes time for the reception and the DJ turns on the music, two weeks ago, I was at a wedding where the groom, the groom is Haitian and the bride is from Nicaragua. Oh, that music, listen, they was playing some Spanish music. And then they started playing that compa music. I was like, ooh, we might have to do some compa worship in here. You know what I'm saying? But I was grooving to it. You know, before that, a couple weddings before, you know, shout out to my sister and Nick. They've been married five months, six months, December. Uh, it's been since December. Y'all can do the math. I'm almost done with this semester. I don't need school in my life right now, okay? No, but, but you know... Two people who grew up in Broward, 954. So we playing that juking music, that bopping music. Like, you know, come on. We got pictures, Nick. We, we, we got pictures, okay? And video, too. We got videos. But I, I mean, I was grooving, you know what I'm saying? But how many of you know that it's easy to groove to a song that you know, but when you don't know a song, you're just sitting there like bobbing your head like, can you play a song that I know? Who got the ox? Can I have the ox? Because, like, you don't know when the beat's going to drop. You don't know when, when it's going to get quiet and when it's going to get loud and when it's going to stop, when it's going to cut. Like, you, you don't know the song, so you can't really groove to it. Speaking of groove, my friend has a song called Searching coming out soon. His name is Jadis. <laughs> Let me, y'all hyping me up too much, so I, I got to bring the hype to you. But, but see, it's the same way with the Holy Spirit. If we don't know the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doesn't know us, how is it that we are going to allow him to step into situations that we face? Like, if we don't know the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doesn't know us, how are we going to allow him to lead us? 
We're just going to be led by nothing. And see, the enemy, he, all he can really do is mess with your mind. And, and it, takes, it takes one negative thought or, or one negative word or one negative statement for you to believe that negative word or negative statement. And it takes about 15 to 20 positive words, positive thoughts, positive statements for you to believe that positive statement. That you are good enough. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That God is for you. That your breakthrough is coming. And that's why we got to keep reminding ourselves of the truth. The truth that is in the word of God. Because the enemy is full of lies. But the word of God is full of truth. And the more truth you know, the easier it is to discern a lie. The more truth you know, the easier it is to discern a lie. But you have to know the truth. In order to know what's a lie. You got to know the truth in order to learn what's a lie. See, when, they, when, they're, they, when they're trying to figure out uh, money, if it's fake or if it's real, they don't study the fakes. They just study what's real. And if it's not real, then it's fake. If it's not the word of God, then it's not from God. If it's not the truth of God, it's not from God. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy take control of your mind. Because if he has your mind, then he has you. If he has your mind, then he has you. Romans chapter 5. Uh, Romans chapter 8, excuse me, verse 5. Those who live according to the flesh, Natasha, you could come up. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Those who have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the spirit. Holy Spirit, take charge of my mind. Take charge of my thoughts. Take charge of my heart. Take charge of my spirit. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. Does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, can I tell you that the Holy Spirit is not a cuddle buddy? You come to church and, and you get the Holy Spirit and you go home and you sleep with it. And then the next day you're, you're going to go to work and you just leave them on the shelf. Like that's not how the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit is someone who lives inside of you. It is God living inside of you that you, you ought to let him lead you everywhere that you go. Oh, you're going to go to work. Holy Spirit, take control today. Holy Spirit, take control of my mind today and of my heart and of my spirit. If you know you have road rage, Holy Spirit, don't say, Jesus, take the wheel because you, you need to physically grab the wheel, okay? Faith without works is dead. Hey. No, but, but if you know you are going to be in a situation where you yourself cannot control it and you cannot control yourself, you need the Holy Spirit. You know what one of the fruit of the Spirit is? Self-control. You cannot have self-control if you don't have the Holy Spirit. You cannot have peace if you don't have the Holy Spirit. You cannot love people even when they betray you and even when they don't love you. You cannot love them without the Holy Spirit. 
You remember Jesus when he was in the middle of the storm sleeping? He was at peace. And all the storms that you faced in your life and you wonder why you don't have peace is because you try to face it on your own. But if you just allow the Holy Spirit, metaphorically speaking, Jesus in your boat, you'll be at peace. You'll be at peace. Let, let, let's finish reading Romans 8. We'll, we'll continue in, in, in the second part of verse 9. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. You cannot say you're a Jesus follower and not have the Holy Spirit. You cannot say you're a Jesus follower and not live how the Holy Spirit is calling you to live. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, you do not belong to Christ. Worship team, you can come up as well. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. The Spirit gives life. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit that is living in you. So many of us are, are, are fighting this battle, even this spiritual battle, and we're trying to find victory. Can I tell you, Jesus already gave you the victory. You just got to begin to walk in it. And, and if the enemy gets your mind, if, if the enemy knows that if you just catch a glimpse of what Jesus has for you, that you're going to begin to walk in confidence with your head held high, with your chest out, and, and you're not going to be afraid of these things, and oh, I don't know, and you're not going to doubt, and you're not going to fear, and, and you try to represent Jesus, but you're a little scared. No, you're going to say it with your chest. Holy Spirit, lead me. I'm not going to be afraid to let the Holy Spirit lead me. Because if I try to lead myself, I'm going to lead myself astray. And if I try to let man lead me, man is going to lead me astray. But if the Holy Spirit leads me, he will lead me into my purpose. He will lead me into the will of God. We need to allow the groove, the experience of the Holy Spirit in us. And it starts by experiencing the Holy Spirit. And tonight, we're going to go after the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit's already in here. And if you were distracted during worship and you didn't really sense the Holy Spirit, it's time to go after it tonight. Let, let's, let's finish chapter, uh, chapter 6 of Ephesians. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. You can only stand firm with the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're going to be standing, or real soon you're going to be on your way down. Real soon you're going to fall. But the Holy Spirit will help you stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened the belt of truth. You know who brings truth? The Holy Spirit. You know who reveals truth to you through God's word? The Holy Spirit the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness you know who leads you to righteousness the Holy Spirit leads you to righteousness and as shoes for your feet having put on the readiness giving by the gospel of peace come on we talked about this already a fruit of the Spirit is peace you know who brings peace the Holy Spirit in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. You know who gives you faith? The Holy Spirit.
it. This is not a, a test you need to guess on. Everything I'm going to ask you from here on out, the answer is going to be the Holy Spirit. Because that's what we're after tonight. The Holy Spirit. With which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation. For those of you saved in here, you know who led you to salvation? The Holy Spirit. You know who will lead you to salvation? The Holy Spirit. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Oh, yeah, have the Holy Spirit in. And, like, like he'll remind me of the Word. No, we need to be in our Word every day. Because this is the sword of the Spirit. You can't, you can't fight a battle on defense every time. Like the, 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 the shield is great and the helmet is great and everything else to protect you is great but the sword is the most important one that you need for the spiritual battle. You know what the armor of God is? The Holy Spirit. I, if you grew up in church, I, I remember going to kids church and Whenever they were talking about the armor of God, you know, some dude would be up here in like a night outfit and they'd put on like helmet of salvation up here and they'd write peace on his shoes and they'd write, they'd, they'd just, you know, it's cool visually, but, but the armor of God is the Holy Spirit. Like it is not this physical thing, metal thing that you're going to walk around and it's going to be weird. You're going to look like a robot. No, it's the Holy Spirit. That is the armor of God. And when God sent his son Jesus, when God came down in the flesh to be with us, to mend the, the relationship that was broken, he said, you know what? I don't want to just be with them. I want to be in them. And that is the beauty of the gospel, that Jesus saved us, but he didn't just pick us up and walk away. No, like he walks with us. He goes with us. God is not looking from afar like, I want to, no, no, he's in us. You, you don't, you don't, you, we no longer have to go to a priest to make a sacrifice to God on our behalf. God is in us. You know that you don't have to come to church to experience the Holy Spirit? It's a great place to experience it because the Bible says we're two or three are gathered together. You know what I'm saying? But you can experience the Holy Spirit in your bedroom, in your car, at your desk, at school. In the bathroom, I know that's weird, but you can experience the Holy Spirit anywhere because he goes with you. And tonight, we're going to go after the Holy Spirit. Can we stand up to our feet with all eyes closed and all heads bowed? If you say, you know what, I, I, I want an experience with the Holy Spirit. I want an experience from the Holy Spirit. I need an experience from the Holy Spirit. It's not just coming to church, but it's, it's living out what the Holy Spirit wants us to live out. It's not just doing things on, the, on, on our checklist. It's, it's living out what the Holy Spirit wants us to live out. And so if you're in this place and you say, you know what? I need an experience from the Holy Spirit. Just slip up your hand and put it right back down in this moment of privacy. Praise God. Praise God. Hands going up. If, if you need an experience from the Holy Spirit. And, and what it takes is just you being available and you surrendering to the Holy Spirit. And so all of us in this place, can we just lift up both hands to heaven? This just means that we are surrendering to the Holy Spirit.
And listen, I can pray for you and I'll pray for you. We can pray something over you. We can ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. But it means so much more and it's so much better when you ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Like people can pray for you and that's great, but you praying for yourself and allowing the Holy Spirit to come and just say, Holy Spirit, come right now. So as we begin to worship, just go after the Holy Spirit right now. You can begin to lift your voice and say, Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Holy Spirit, I want an experience with you. Holy Spirit, break the chains that are holding me back. Holy Spirit, break the bondage. Break anything that is holding me back from receiving you. Break the walls that I have built up in my heart. Come on, begin to go after the experience that the Holy Spirit wants to give you. We're going to experience the Holy Spirit as a whole, but you, you can experience the Holy Spirit individually because he lives inside of you. So we're going to begin to worship, but I want you to seek the Holy Spirit. Before any, of us, before any of us pray for you, begin to pray for yourself. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voice. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The River YA. All of our links to keep in touch are shown down below. We hope this blessed you, and we'll see you next time at The River. Come find life.